you are welcome again on the hour of redemption and the program is specialized in uh, reaching out to people spreading the word of god and today i would like to speak on what paul spoke about in first corinthians chapter 15 verse 1 talking about i have received and also i'm standing there is a difference between receiving the gospel because many have received the gospel but they are no longer standing in first corinthians chapter 15 verse 1 and i will read from verse 1 uh, down to 2 and also i would like to read verse 10. he said moreover brethren i declare unto you the gospel which I preach unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preach unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. And verse 10 of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 said, But by the grace of God I am what I am. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. It's necessary to understand that uh, the salvation that we received was by the grace of God. So the grace of God that brought salvation is Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. Has appeared unto all men. Uh, Philippians chapter 2, verse 10 down to 12 was talking about the grace of God that brought salvation and appeared. And uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 says, By grace we are saved through faith, not of works that any man should boast. But it's interesting in verse 1 of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, when Paul was talking about that, moreover, brethren, bringing them to an understanding of what has happened to them i declare unto you the gospel the gospel of christ is the barrier the dead the barrier and the resurrection of jesus christ was spoken about in uh, first corinthians 15 verse 3 and then uh, verse 5 let me read it for i declare unto you first of all that which i have received how that Christ died for our sin according to the scripture and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scripture and that he was seen of Cephas and of the twelve. We saw there that Paul was making them understand that these have been written in the scripture according to the scripture. But let's look at something. The gospel that you have received, which also ye have received. And the question I want to ask you is, have you received that gospel? The gospel of Christ, that Christ died for your sin, that he resurrected for you. He was buried. He was, he was beaten. He faced all things for you and I. Have you received it? Now, if you have received it, wherein ye stand? Are you still standing in that same gospel? The Bible talks about that we should work out our salvation with fear and trembling. 
You know, you cannot say by the grace of God if you are not standing. Because the grace of God that is bestowed on us will make us to be able to stand in Christ. Not just receive, but also to stand. And if you look at what the Bible says, that what? Paul was saying, by the grace of God. For, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. Can you say, by the grace of God? By the grace of God, I am what I am. I am what I am today. Not that uh, you have uh, caught corners, you've achieved things by sin, or you've worked out your salvation in a way that is not godly. Can you say, by the grace of God, yes, I've faced a lot, but I'm still standing. You say, yea, I've received, and in also, ye stand. You know, if you look at the whole world today, many believers are not standing in Christ. But they want the grace of God to work for them. It takes standing for the grace to work. God always looks for a way to see his children standing. Let's look at when the children of Israel left Egypt. And then they were faced with uh, the Red Sea. They were about to pass over the Red Sea. And they were crying and shouting on Moses. And they're like, Moses, why did you take us out of Egypt? You should have left us in Egypt so that we can die there. At least it would have been better for us to die in Egypt than to be to perish in the, in the Red Sea and not have a burial ground. But they don't understand that the grace of God is bringing them out of Egypt. And the grace is taking them into the promised land. And that's one thing you have to understand. That the grace of God that has saved you out of darkness is going to take you into the promised land. God is not finished with you yet. God is not finished with you until he fulfills all that he has spoken concerning you. Unless God fulfills his promises, he is not finished with you yet. You have to receive that gospel and to stand in the grace of God. Paul says something, he said, by the grace of God. But he said, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. See, what God is going to turn you to is great. I am what I am. He's making us understand that what he has passed through, I am where I am today. I cannot do it on my own. Just by the grace of God, I've passed through different situations, but the grace of God kept me. You know, the whole world has passed through a time of uh, chaos, a time of crisis. But thank God, because the grace of God has sustained us. And I want you to understand that if not for the grace of God, you will not be alive today. Maybe what you are still waiting for, maybe you are expecting something from God, but God has not done it, that is making you to start shaking. That is making your faith to start shaking and you want to go elsewhere to get what you want. But I'm speaking to you today that you should stand in the grace of God. The grace of God can sustain you. You know, David says something. He said, I have been young in Psalm 34. And now I'm old, I've not seen the righteous forsaken and their children begging for bread. It doesn't mean that there will not be trouble in this world. 
It doesn't mean that your faith will not pass through fire. It doesn't mean that your faith will not pass through different kind of trials. But the main thing is for you to stand. Is standing. Standing in Christ without looking elsewhere. Standing, being faithful. Say, by the grace of God, I am who I am today. For the grace that was bestowed upon me was not in vain. The grace of God, Jesus did not die to just save us uh, out of darkness and leave us. He did not just die for that. If he died just to save you today and leave you where you are, that is not why he has died. But he died to save you and to take you to his promise. To take you to make you blameless, holy. Bible talks about he wants to present unto himself a holy and blameless church. Blameless. Presenting to himself holy and blameless church. And that is what he is going to do. That is what he's going to do. But you have to stand in the grace of God. The grace of God is sufficient for you. Maybe you've not, you've not been able to get that, that the grace of God is sufficient for you because, uh, because you have not seen what you are expecting. Now you are doubting and moving elsewhere from one area to another. But you don't know. He said unto me, he said, my grace is sufficient for you. There is a thing that you, that word you need to say to yourself. The grace of God is sufficient for me. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. He said, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. What are you asking God for? He will do it. His grace is sufficient for you. The devil can offer you what you want today. But tomorrow he will make sure that you, you suffer. He will make sure that you, you, you end up in sorrow. He will make sure that the night is full of sorrow. It can make you enjoy the morning, but what about the night? Sometimes, following God, the morning, the beginning can be rough. But let me tell you something. The end is always going to be sweet. Because at the end of the day, you say, oh, by the grace of God, I am who I am today. Because at the end of the day, that's when you realize that, oh, God has taken me through this. The Bible says that all things work together for good. For them that love God and are called according to his purpose. You cannot love God and you are called according to his purpose and all things will not work well for you. There is no way you will love God and you are called according to his purpose and you find suffering and you are suffering. No! All things will work together. Yes, you might pass through a time because there are time and season for everything. There is a time, there is a season for everything. And you must understand the time where you are now. You cannot rush more than God. You have to learn to wait on God. If you don't know how to wait on God, you will run past the time of your blessing. There is a path that God is taking you to. And he wants you to learn some things. There are things that God wants you to learn. But if you refuse to learn those things, you will miss the opportunity. You will miss the opportunity. After all that Abraham did, after all that the ways that Sarah tried to help God by presenting Agar to uh, Abraham, which has caused a lot of problems today, which they are still children of Abraham, that two generations, two, two nations are fighting against each other today. 
after all that Sarah did, God spoke unto Abraham. He said, walk before me and be blameless. Walk before me and be perfect. And at the end of the day, what happened? God still blessed him, fulfilled that promise. This word is coming to you. You have received that gospel. There is a need for you to stand in that gospel. There is a need for you to stand in that grace. That grace is enough for you. That grace can sustain you. And I pray that whatever you are asking from God, God will do it today. In Jesus' name, remember us.